Welcome back, everybody, to the Drink and Learn podcast. I am drinks historian Elizabeth Pierce. And I'm bartender Abigail Gallo. And today we are fulfilling the request of Dawn Hines, who is one of the Drink and Learn revelers, who um, is a big fan of our holiday gift episode, and she wants she wanted another one. Um, <laughs> and I guess, technically, there could be multiple holiday episodes. There could be the Mardi Gras holiday episode and the President's the repeal Day. Day. <laughs> Ooh, flag. <laughs> Day. Flag day. Uh, but uh, this is since this is the holiday season, then we are going mm-hmm. to um, uh, offer you all some ideas of things to get for uh, people in your life who are fan of, fans of drinking or mixing drinks. Or you can put these things on a list to give to people and say, <clears throat> I sure like these the things on this list. <laughs> hint, hint, hint. Santa baby, put some cocktails under the tree for me. I think I'd rather have him put a cocktail shaker because by the time that I woke up and then I got the cocktail left over from Santa, it would probably be lukewarm <laughs> and you, watery, did, <laughs> watered down. Did you, uh, when you were a kid, your parents have you leave out, like we always left out uh, milk and cookies for Santa and carrots for Rudolph and the reindeer. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then there was a year where uh, Santa definitely wanted some whiskey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we did that. And uh, there was always like a bite taken out of a cookie. Yeah, of course. We always got a, a a letter written back. We would write a letter and we would get a letter written back. Oh. And it was the year that I recognized my mom's handwriting mm-hmm. was the year I finally figured it out. Well, <laughs> I am going to tell my mother that my childhood was flawed because I never got a letter from Santa. <laughs> Sometimes it would, we, I love that we would get presents and we still do this to this day. We're like this. Oh, this one's from Rudolph. What? <laughs> this one's from Blitzen. <laughs> My gosh. Blitzen got you a present this year. Shut We're like, up. yeah, <laughs> Vixen's my favorite. She's so saucy. <laughs> oh man. Uh, no, no, that is not a, uh, that is not a thing. Although Lee's grandmother, I don't think it's, it's going to happen this year. She used to get mad at her. She, she, so Lee's father and mother are each one of seven uh, siblings. So this is his maternal grandmother. So she has seven children and numerous grandchildren who were mm-hmm. always kind of picking up boxes and shaking them, you know, trying to see like, cause they would see like, oh, this gift is for me. So I'm going to f- try and figure out what it is. And so one year she was like, that's it. So she, um, had a chart and she had code names for everyone. And mm-hmm. so the gift would be addressed to, you know, whoever. And so now think about it, that. You got to have a lot, a lot of names of something, yes. right? So one year it was national, it was national parks. Um, one year it was like, Lord of the Rings characters, I think. Oh, but I mean, there's wow. right. There's a lot of those. Like so, <laughs> it, it, one year we were all um, Monopoly, uh, like square, squares That's on Monopoly. Amazing. And the thing is, then you would you would be assigned uh, a party hat with your code name stapled to it. 
So <gasps> then whoever the whoever's handing out the gifts you were. would be like, okay, I'm you know looking for Gandalf, Gandalf, <laughs> who's Gandalf? You know. <laughs> That is so wonderful. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, we all we all did that every year. But I was oh, I, I was it. one of one. My mom was one of three, and we did not have that issue. It's just, but I did <laughs> when I was little. I got presents from Santa, but not yeah. anymore. Santa's moved on. Okay. Um, but speak. <laughs> all right. So, uh, one thing um, that people have often said uh, is that they like how our podcast gets right to it. There's not okay, a lot of let's get right to it. <laughs> not a lot of gab. So all right, okay. So um, this is our recommendations, and we're going to go by category. And because mm-hmm. this is the learn, this is the learn part of the drink and learn. And mm-hmm. I have two book recommendations. And then, do you have any books? Do you have any yeah, books? Okay, I do. Good. All right. So my two book recommendations. The first is. Spirits of Latin America by Ivy Mix. And I'm going to have Abigail talk a little bit about um, Ivy and how awesome she is. Um, But I did have the pleasure of drinking in her bar, Leyenda, and drinking a lot while I was there. (laughs) And I'm including this book because I feel like... um, a lot of folks know, if they know anything about a spirit, they know about whiskey. But mm-hmm. and they might know about rum, but I still encounter a whole lot of folks who, you know, still when they think of rum, they think of bad decisions they made in college. Um, ditto with tequila. Uh, not a lot of people know about agave spirits. So, um, uh, so anyway, all of this is covered in there. So there's obviously there's there's certainly plenty of recipes, but I I do like how um, she. She covers all, all these spirits in a, in a way that is accessible to the uh, to somebody who's a, uh, a beginner, a noob, but not noob mm-hmm. in a bad way. Um, mm-hmm. And then the other book I'm recommending, which I'm super excited about, is Camp Cocktails. Not like you're going to camp, like sleepaway, but you're going like camping. Um, easy, fun, and delicious drinks for the great outdoors. And um, one of the major changes in my life because since COVID is that Lee and I have done um, quite a bit of camping. And um, it's one way that we've been able to uh, hang out with friends uh, for any lengthy amount of time, because we're all able to be outside and socially distant and, you know, outdoors is the best. So um, what's the, the reason that I decided to order this book. It, it showed up in a roundup of a couple of lists um, a little while back, but it's because in the preview pages that you could see, um, one of the one of their recipes was inspired by advice that they got from the website Wine Folly, which Abigail has recommended in the past. Like mm-hmm. this, these are folks at Wine Folly know know their business. And so they I do. thought, okay, well, if anybody's um, reading them and then writing this book. Uh, so there's advice, not just if you're going camping, but even if you're just hosting people in your backyard, like things to consider um, as far as like packing your cooler and uh, kind of organizing your stuff because you're having to 
bring it with you or keep it outside or whatever. Um, so I, I found this book super helpful. And we are actually going on a kind of big camping trip uh, during the Christmas holiday. And um, I'm very excited to implement lots of her recipes and suggestions. So those are my two book recommendations. That is awesome. It is definitely camping season for you now in um, New Orleans. It's a good time to like light a fire and you can get a good night's sleep in a chilly, chilly night. Uh, Here it is, uh, find a cabin and and a hot tub season. And I would still, (laughs) I would still use that because there are a lot of like up here, a lot of kind of rustic cabins Mm -hmm. that are really almost like lean-tos with extra doors and maybe some indoor, minor indoor plumbing. Um, so, uh, so yeah, that would, that would work no matter where you are. I like it. And before we get to your books, can you talk a, just very briefly about who Ivy Mix is? Sure, because when Ivy, we, I think I've, when we went there, we wrote, I was like, I'm, I'm friends with Abigail Gullo and I do a podcast <laughs> with her. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Ivy and I worked together at Fort Defiance, actually. That's where we, um, kind of both got our cocktail chops and, um, she went on, to work with Julie Reiner and opened up a, um, Latin spirits, um, bar right across from, um, Clover Club in Brooklyn called Leyenda. Uh, but Ivy has a strong connection to Latin America. She spent some time living there as a young woman and, um, has a, a great passion for the people that make these, uh, beautiful spirits. And that comes out in the book. That really comes out on every page, uh, the love and respect that she has for them. So yeah. Yeah. It's wonderful. She's great. So I want to hear what your books are. So, um, one is a, is a reissue that if you missed it the first time around, um, it's definitely worth picking up the new revised version. It is, um, from the legendary King cocktail himself, Del DeGroff. Uh, Del DeGroff had a groundbreaking book that came out, um, called the craft of the cocktail. And, uh, I think that was like over 10 years ago. So he did a revision of it and it's beautiful, mm. really, really well done, updated. Um, the, some of the specs are changed, um, to kind of, um, handle the, the more modern way of doing things. And to, also there's all these brand recommendations and all the recipes as well, because he is like specific as to why some brands work and some brands don't mm-hmm. with particular cocktails. He's got a really nice, um, uh, vibe on that. And there's a, um, you know, a lot of great like basics. Um, and it's, it's good for if you are, you know, I got it for myself. Uh, it, even if you consider yourself like really knowledgeable, it's really, I mean, this guy's a legend, Dale DeGroff. There's nobody like him. I would gift this with a bottle of his pimento dram bitters to someone who was looking to start, um, to looking to start uh, exploring more into cocktails as well, because I think it's good for a beginner as well. And, um, I have been, um, missing New Orleans and I have been missing um, dive bars and I got really sad news this week that one of my favorite dive bars, the Saturn bar was, was being sold by its owners. It's not necessarily gone, but the original owners who, um, I've become friends with and, and love dearly were selling it. And, um, and they're taking, and they're taking the art. They're taking the they art, which is one that. of the things that, yeah. I mean, that's what made that space yeah. special, the art and the people who ran it. I mean, it's a special space because of that. Um, so it made me really respect and, and love all of the neighborhood bars in New Orleans. So I would recommend a book called Drink That. 
New Orleans, a guide to the best cocktail bars, neighborhood pubs, and all-night dives by uh, Elizabeth Pierce. Oh, that's really nice of you. (laughs) Yes. No, it's a wonderful book. It's a, you know, if you love Elizabeth, you love the story she tells, uh, you can imagine how good it is to read them as well. So it's a great, um, great way to share the drink and learn love is to get someone. uh, And it's also a wonderful guidebook for when you can go to visit New Orleans, you can visit all these pubs and start ticking them off. Yes. Um, I've had people who had taken my tour who showed me that they would take the book with them and they would get the bartender to sign it. I love that idea. Yeah. That is sweet and wonderful and amazing. That is a great idea. Yeah. See, we are all craving um, more interactive experiences during this. So, yeah. so that is that is something like that where you could look forward to being interactive again with somebody is a great idea. Indeed. Um, well, our next category is gear. Do you want to start with your gear? We've, we've talked a lot about, you know, putting together packages through, um, Cocktail Kingdom, which is a beautiful site. Um, there's also, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of the, uh, new gear that you see on Cocktail Kingdom is actually based on vintage pieces. And there was a time when we used to go on eBay and find a lot of these vintage pieces and, um, or thrift stores. And that has really become like a kind of a present that, that keeps on giving whenever I'm in a thrift store or, or, and I see some a vintage, um, uh, piece, it's always nice to pick up and, and even if you're not going to use it in, I'm not going to use it in my professional life because maybe it's not, um, as, as, uh, as handy or maybe the measurements aren't exact, uh, as precise as Cocktail Kingdom. They are still fun to have in your home bar or to give to somebody else. I have this, um, there's a, uh, company called Mr. Bartender Products Inc. from Torrance, California that was prolific in their sets. And they had very funny jokey sets too, like something called um, The Singing Bartender, where it was basically a, a, a speed pourer that you put on that as the liquor poured through it, it played a tune. Um, I have a set here that my parents gave me last year that does have, again, one of those, um, kind of speed pours. And then it has this weird kind of gavel that one end has like a, um, it's a, it's a multi-use tool, which I really like. It's, it looks like a, a, um, a judge's gavel. Um, the end by the handle has a a bottle opener. So you could pop open a bottle. The gavel part is really heavy. So you could use it for crushing ice or cracking ice, which is great. Mm -hmm. But it's beside it being really heavy, it's also hollow. So you could use it as a jigger as well. And I actually, you know, because it's just handy and it's around and I'll use it a lot uh, for my old fashions because I've never measured it. I don't know if it's exactly two (laughs) ounce, but it's enough for me Mm -hmm. at home. (laughs) Fill that up. Boop, bloop, bloop. And I'm ready to go with a little cracked ice. Uh, good for juleps, too. This is a great little tool to have. Well, Abigail gave me one of her singing um, speed pours. So I will definitely take a picture and post that um, in the revelers so that, and I'll, I'll do it as a video. Actually, I won't take a, I'll also take a, whatever. I'll take a picture and I'll do a video <laughs> um, so that you can hear it sing. Um, it is. It's actually not the best for measuring, um, but <laughs> it, it's very charming. Um, yeah. Yeah. My gear is also, well, the the version I have is also vintage that 
I got quite a while back, um, but there are modern versions as well. So I'll link to both. And um, my gear is a travel bar. And it is, uh, I'm recommending it for two reasons. One is one day we will all travel again. But the second <laughs> is because it actually has been um, very helpful when we've gone camping. Um, mine looks like a Samsonite suitcase and it holds... Um, uh, three bottles along with, um, there's cups and a little measurement thing. And, um, you know, so the, and the, the, these, all of these travel bars vary. Some are super elaborate. Um, and some only may hold like a bottle or two just so that it, it keeps them safe. Um, but what I loved that, uh, came with mine is a, very late 60s, early 70s booklet with some cocktail recipes. And the photos look very swinger. They look very Ooh. like, it's the 60s, folks. Like, grab yeah. your travel bar and let's go have some fun. <laughs> so you know, I keep that. Take advantage yeah. of this. It, let's face it. It's safer to drink outside. It's safer to be outside. A lot of states have relaxed their to-go alcohol rules. I think... Um, this is a wonderful time to embrace this lifestyle that those of us who've lived in New Orleans know that it is a absolute civilized way to live, to be able to drink outside, to take your drinks to go. And, uh, you guys don't have to visit New Orleans anymore to be like this. I mean, this is this is the silver lining on the COVID cloud. <laughs> Absolutely. And I hope that what happens is a lot of these regulations stick as cities see that people do not lose their minds and go haywire and like that there's pandemonium in the street. It's just mm-hmm. people, you know, sitting with a drink in a park or walking down the street with a drink and... It's just completely fine. So I, yes. I, I do hope that that sticks. Um, yeah. Okay. So uh, next category is products. And I guess mm-hmm. maybe there's a better term for it, but I, I mean like things you can drink as opposed to things yes. you can use. Um, yes. And my two are, I finally, I'm embarrassed to say that I – it took me this to this year for me to um, acquire some of Jeff Beachbum Berry's Orjat syrup, um, oh, and so I good. did a I did a taste off because someone had given me a bottle of Orjat. I had bought a bottle of Orjat last year, which I think I might have even mentioned or two years ago. In a um, it must have been two years ago because we recorded the holiday episode in um in my backyard because it was December and it was mm. like 70 degrees or something. <laughs> uh, so I'd had that, um, that orgette. Anyway, it was the orgette taste off and they were all good, but very different. Um, some were super floral, some were super almondy, like just a half a mm-hmm. step from just crumbling some marzipan and putting it in your drink. Yeah. Um, but I really like, I really like Jeff's and I, Sure, you know, it's available wherever fine hooch is sold and also the internet. And then the other thing that I wanted to recommend, again, I'm I'm embarrassed to say it's a thing that I should have tried a long time ago. Um, real grenadine made from pomegranates, not yes. red dye number two. <laughs> and um, it's it tastes, I mean, here's the thing. You can make real grenadine 
with pomegranate juice and sugar. And some mm -hmm. people add a little lemon. Of their, you know, the internet has lots of recipes. But if you want to give it as a present, you could make your own and give it as a present. Although I don't know how long it would keep in a refrigerator. I guess kind of like simple syrup. Was that keep about yeah. a month or so? Mm -hmm. um, but you can also buy it. And I will link to several brands um, that are all reputable. Um, and you can do the grenadine taste off and please report because I have not, <laughs> I have not done that, but I was just so surprised. Do taste -off. I was yeah. so surprised at, um, the like punchiness and the, it's of course it's sweet, but like think how tart pomegranates are and real grenadine brings that, um, element mm -hmm. to it. And it's why, um, when I was doing some research on the French 75, early recipes featured grenadine. And all I could think was like, Ugh, you know, like, <laughs> like it's just sweet, sweet. I mean, of course it's red, it's pretty, whatever. But if you're using real, real grenadine, then that would be lovely. And, you know, add another element, um, perhaps dial, dial back the lemon juice and, and put some grenadine in. So anyway, I, one of my favorite, like the, like one of the first original, uh, uh, classic cocktails that I rediscovered was a Jack Rose cocktail mm -hmm. that was very popular in New York in the early 2000s. And, and that is apple brandy, grenadine and lime juice in like a sour. I wonder if those early French 75s were using cognac. Well, actually, in the very, very earliest recipes use Calvados because the cognac um, was super expensive coming out of the phylloxera epidemic and it was World War One, and, you know, wherever you were, it might well, have been hard like, to get. It, so Jack Rose is then, basically like... Is French 75. 75 was basically a Jack Rose, Rose with champagne yeah, on top. Yeah. That's amazing. Yes. That's really cool. Yes. Oh my gosh, I love it. Jack 75, <laughs> Rose 75. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I still make when people ask for an apple teeny, I'll just make them. I say, I have a red apple teeny. It's called a Jack Rose. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't have vodka. <laughs> no. Oh, but you have the apple pucker? No, oh, I have apple brandy. Can you believe it? It's, a, it's made of real apples. Yeah. Uh, um, my product is, um, you know, in keeping with um, that a lot of us are making drinks at home. And um, also something I really wanted to point out, whenever you can um, support um, bartenders, <laughs> a lot of bartenders, a lot of us are creatives. Um, a lot of us have a lot of outside products, uh, that we do on the creative realm. Um, and some of us have moved into, um, making to go cocktails. Um, uh, Julie Reiner has worked with, um, uh, her head bartender, Tom Macy to have, uh, canned cocktails that now they sell to go in New York state. If you're around there and, um, Charles Jolie, a wonderful bartender from Chicago has been doing, um, uh, bottled cocktails. But one of my favorite things to do because I still enjoy making cocktails is there is a uh, website called, um, shaker and spoon. And this is a cocktail subscription website at every month you get a box with all the ingredients you need to make like uh, three to six cocktails. And it's all pre-measured out for you. And they use great local uh, bartender made products. 
And they'll have boxes that have themes, like maybe it's an agave box, or maybe it's a brandy box, or maybe it's a whiskey box. Um, and every month it's, it's something new. You could opt out, or if you want to skip a month because it's not a spirit you like, they're happy to like switch it around for you. It's a wonderful subscription service, a nice treat to yourself or to give somebody else. And you could still have the experience of making um, really good cocktails at home. So shaker and spoon is my, um, delicious things to taste recommendation. That sounds like, um, that that would be fun even just for a couple of months to like mix it up because I, I know that there are people who, um, uh, they are naturally inquisitive. Like there's, there is someone on the revelers who like makes a new drink every Friday. Um, but I mm-hmm. don't. I don't have that impetus, and I think I, I did read someone who likes to cook, but signed up for Blue Apron just because they're like, it'll make me make something different, you know, like get yes. out of my rut. And I could see how yeah. a box like this would do that. That there would probably be something in there. Where you're like, hmm, I wouldn't have made that, and now I'm glad yeah. I did. And it might inspire you to make make some more yeah. of your own. Absolutely. Um. So our last category, well, it's going to be sort of broad. It started out with category of splurge, um, but it will be splurge slash support bartenders who are <laughs> out of work or are trying or <laughs> had to pivot or whatever. And actually, the pivoting mm-hmm. the pivoting uh, goes with my splurge, um, and <laughs> so you can order an entire bar that will be delivered to your house and either they will come and assemble it for you or it will be in an Ikea-like fashion for you to assemble. Um, I was reading about this. People really are ordering uh, an entire bar delivered to their home for anywhere from $1,000 to $2,000 based on ads on Instagram or like Etsy. Um, But I was, so of course I I clicked the link because I was curious. Um, But then when I read the article, it's like, oh, this is actually very interesting because several of the companies that started this are construction workers who were out of work, you know, couldn't go to a job site or jobs got canceled. And so they're trying to figure out a way to make a living and they could read, you know, read the room uh, or rather the lack of anybody being able to be in a room together and mm-hmm. recognizing that people wanted to have a place where they could host their friends um, in in style. And um, I, so at first I was, I rolled my eyes a little bit at it, but then when I saw who was behind it, um, it and it seems like kind of, regular folks who had to figure out a way to make a living in this new um in this new world um i thought that that was really interesting so there are multiple companies that offer different styles some are more like like tiki or be, it was described as like lucy in peanuts like the psychi you know the the doctor is in mm-hmm. Um, so there's mm-hmm. that kind of setup, and then some are more like shabby chic or like just a bar. Um, but uh, as somebody who has been living outside uh, with friends who sit six feet away, um, it's there's no room in our backyard for such a thing. But um, I can appreciate the the desire. It's like, well, we're here, and we're going to be here for a while. And and even if if once. 
the vaccine is here and it's all over and we can all go back to bars again. I think we've all learned that it's really nice to have folks over. It's nice to mix up drinks and, and serve them uh, in in our whatever whatever outside you have. So there, yes. that's my splurge. Yes, absolutely. I like that. That's a good splurge. Um, my, I am going to take the more pivot approach, which is if you have money to splurge on, please, please, please send it to your out of work service industry workers. A lot of us are so very much underemployed. Um, a new uh, study come, came out uh, about, um, about the conditions that some uh, of these, uh, you know, quote unquote, essential workers have to live with, including um, most of them report that their tips are down. Uh, and they also report that they feel uncomfortable um, uh, maintaining um, the COVID standards of safety because they're afraid it will affect their tip. And there's even a case of uh, women being told to take off their mask if they want to get a tip so they can see how pretty they are. It's a bad, dark time for people right now uh, who are putting their lives at risk and are just trying to to make a living. So that being said, I want you to turn to your local communities and, and do a deep dive and see who is creating stuff that you could sh- share and spread. Um, uh, a friend of mine from New York who now lives in Vegas, you can find her under Hot Dram on Instagram. She um, designed uh, a T-shirt that is a reproduction of the um, the uh, uh, Sonic Youth Goo album, but it is uh, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden, and Kamala is giving the middle finger, and it is an amazing design. And for those of us of a certain age of Gen Xers, you're going to recognize this design and be like, "Yes, <laughs> I've definitely um, bought a fair share of those and set them around to my music-loving friends." And I know I'm su- supporting my bartender friend um, here in Seattle. We have uh, quite a few very creative um, people who are doing pop-ups at different bars, different holiday. Pop-ups. I know Jeff Beach Bumberry in New Orleans is doing a uh, holiday pop-ups as well, where local musicians and creative bartenders are selling their wares. Um, so go to their websites, find out where that's happening, um, and uh, do whatever you can to support them. I one of my gifts to Elizabeth this year is a local bartender, Lindsay Madison, who also worked in New York. She does beautiful illustrations of cocktails and she's doing very simple, easy subscription. You could send to all of your secret Santas, no matter where they are. All you need is an email address because she's sending out beautiful illustrations of winter cocktails along with a story and recipe of each cocktail. And you got the first one. I already, did. Right? It's, it's like lovely. Yes. And Lee is very excited to make it. It's an eggnog. Um, it's an eggnog extravaganza. So many things, in it, <laughs> but it sounds delicious. Wonderful. And the um, and the illustration is lovely, and it is nice. It's nice to get art. Yeah, I love I love giving art. I love getting art. I think that is you know I was raised by artists, and living in cities like New York and New Orleans, I think you you kind of take it for granted that you have art and creative people all around you. So um, no matter where you live, I promise you, you have those people in your community and find them and support them because um, it's a really special gift to give and it's a really special cause to support. Um, and our our last uh, holiday gift suggestions are shameless plugs. 
Um, <laughs> uh, speaking of pivots, um, in the before time, most of my income came from standing in front of people and talking to them. And since the summer, I have been standing in front of people virtually and talking to them. And I've been doing um, virtual happy hours. And they've been mostly geared to uh, private groups who've booked me for various conferences or, you know, I've, I come on at the end of a a long day of lawyers talking about whatever that lawyers needed to talk about. And then, you know, I tell people how to make a margarita or an old fashioned or something. I've had enough people uh, contact me who didn't necessarily have a group to like book me for a whole group and say like, Hey, are you ever going to offer these um, publicly so that I can just like buy a ticket and hooray I have. <laughs> so if you go to the drink and learn website, you can see um, that you can sign up for a variety of classes and, and it's all pretty classic stuff. Um, Sazerac, obviously for all the new Orleans fans old-fashioned, French 75, that kind of thing. Um, but I also uh, I also give gift certificates. So if you need a gift certificate for someone that you think would enjoy taking my class, then you can contact me and we can arrange for that. So um, that would be the gift to me as well. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, actually um, the... The website was not up the last time we recorded, or the tickets were not up, and now they are. So that's my other announcement. Um, Excellent. Yeah. So um, because that's frankly, great gift idea. I don't see uh, I don't see the in person tour uh, thing happening with any regularity or um, critical mass, shall we say, uh, for mm -hmm. some time. So virtual mm -hmm. it is there. And Abigail, you have a shameless plug as well. Yeah, well, if you're in the Seattle area, um, working at Ben Paris downtown on 2nd and Pike, and we have mold wine kits, we have cocktails to go, um, I'm putting together all these little special kits and special, uh, uh, happy hours and virtual happy hours, and, um, I'm doing, uh, blind tastings. You get, um, uh, uh, you, like it's it's very drink and learn inspired. You get three mystery bottles of spirits and a sealed envelope, and the answers of what the spirits are in the sealed envelope. But first, you have to taste them. You get a little flyer about how to taste spirits, and um, and then you could write down your notes and decide which one is your favorite, and then open the envelope, and your favorite spirit is revealed. And this is just such a great fun way to to drink, and um. And to discover what your new favorite spirit may be. And, uh, you know, why not? That's really why exciting. <laughs> oh, man, I wish I could do that. I'm going to tell, I have a few friends who live in the greater Seattle area. I'm going to tell them uh, to do that on my behalf. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's really fun. I'm doing it by category, like vodkas mm -hmm. and gins and brandies and agave. So so it's a interesting. You could choose Pick, choose your own adventure, as it were. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, <laughs> and there's plenty of tastings left over that you could share it or you could use the leftovers to either start an infinity bottle mm -hmm. or make a cocktail. Yes. Oh, the infinity bottle. I, I remember when I learned about that and thought it was something in Harry Potter, but in fact, it's not. <laughs> 
Oh, it's it's so hot right now. <laughs> Infinity bottles, y'all. <laughs> oh well, the, well for uh, for those of us who are trying to be frugal, it's definitely a way to like make everything stretch. Yep. It's kind of like stone soup. Yeah, why not? It's like I've got a yes. I've got a little bourbon. You've got a little bourbon. And then you make a whole bottle. Let's put it together. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so these are our suggestions. And if, uh, if you take any of them, we would love to hear your thoughts and your experiences um, with either giving or receiving them. In particular, I'm curious if anybody uh, gets one of these bars. Um, <laughs> the bar to go. I need to buy a new house first for a bar to fit into. Yeah, or it's a, you know I'll convert. When I have a, I have two spare bedrooms. I was going to get kids, but I'll just turn one into a bar. Well, uh, I I love that idea, Abigail. That it doesn't even need to be outside. <laughs> you can just make just, your own. Just going to convert one of my bedrooms into a bar. Oh man! Hey yeah. So please, if you do, share with us on. Um, so on uh, Instagram or Facebook, uh, if you join the Drink and Learn Revelers, then you can see what everybody else has been uh, trying. And if you have any um, episode requests, you can share them with us because we do pay attention. And um, it's actually it makes it kind of easy to plan what the next episode is going to be. <laughs> we just go down the list and say, what sounds good or what oh, makes sense? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And... Uh, we are going to uh, take off for the uh, Christmas holiday um, kind of week, and we will be back in the new year with lots of new drinking and learning. Um, in the meantime, if you need to find me, you can do so um, at info at drink and learn. It's not cheers anymore. Cheers got sp- too much spam, so I had to get rid of cheers. It was no. sad. <laughs> <laughs> so don't send it to cheers because it will end up in spam. Um, so I'm, the cheers was connected to um, a contact sheet on my website. So that, like, anyway, so info at Drink and Learn. But also you can DM me on Instagram or find me on Facebook, that kind of thing. And uh, if you want to reach out to Abigail, you can do so too. Yep, I'm Abigail Gullo at um uh, on uh, Instagram and at NYC Baby on Twitter, and you get if you're in the Seattle area, we also have a group web page called the Spiritual Advisors Club. So if you want to join the Seattle chapter of the Spiritual Advisors Club and um, maybe join us in some virtual blind tastings, uh, we'd love to have you. Well, I hope someone crosses your palm with silver. <laughs> For the spiritual advisor hey. that you are. <laughs> can, can, can we also admit that, um, that, uh, 2021 dry, dry January is not going to be a thing? No. Damp. Damp. Okay. I'm telling you, damp is the way to damp. go. <laughs> damp is the way to go. Yeah. It's pretty damp out here today. Whoa. So I'm already deep into the damp. Ah. <laughs> deep into the damp here in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> well, uh, until we, uh, See you again, even though we don't see you, but you know, whatever, idioms. <laughs> uh, I hope everyone has a, a, a safe and happy holiday season. And I know everybody keeps talking about like, oh, 2021. It's like, ha, we still have a slog to go. Like there's, there's still a slog yeah. that we have to get through. Yeah. Um, 
but we can at least look forward to 2021 and and promises and optimism. I was telling my friend the other day that I feel like there should be the COVID year, like the, the like in other, so there are other calendars, right? There's the Jewish calendar, the Vietnamese calendar. Mm-hmm. These are the ones I'm, I'm familiar with. So I don't know everybody's calendar, um, but they do not start on January 1st. They start on different mm-hmm. days, uh, different days. And so I kind of think that there should be the COVID year, <laughs> And mm, then, or years, well, yeah. you're you're in some, and, and like, who's to you're say what a year is, really? Uh, yes, <laughs> in COVID, in COVID, right? So, COVID and year. then it'll end sometime next year. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, uh, eat, drink, and be merry. And when in doubt, drink some more. <laughs> stay healthy, stay safe, and if you don't have to, um, don't stay sober. Yeah. All right. <laughs> cheers, y'all. Cheers. <laughs>